0: Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to The The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media my name is thomas michael clark and this is person of interest these people irrelevant we don't hunted by the authorities we work in secret you'll never find us but victim or perpetrator if your number's up we'll find you Today, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 14, titled Guilty. Yet another very, very solid episode uh, that provides a a refreshing change from what we've been doing for the last week plus. Because I think we've spent the last six episodes, maybe more than, doing nothing but macro story. Just doing entirely, like, just Dominic storylines, and Samaritan storylines, and everything in between, just only the macro stuff, only the big overarching stuff, and we haven't really gotten a chance for a little bit now to just take a breath and do, like, a standard number of the week story, do, like, a standard... Lower stakes, lower intensity, little filler narrative. So this is a nice uh, little buffer from all of that, like, massive overarching stuff. This provides a nice little buffer from all of that. And it is a very, very enjoyable episode. Uh, So our number this week, in fact, actually, the way our number presents itself to Finch... It's it's very clever and very different and really fun. I always like when the machine gets a little cheeky. I always like when the machine just sort of says, eh, you know what? I'm going eh, to I'm just going to, you know, maybe switch things up a little bit, maybe act a little coy, and maybe uh just, you know, uh move my puppets around <laughs> just cuz why not?" Uh, it, it, so I guess it just felt It felt devious today, so instead of just out and out saying, here's a number, let's look at the number, it assigns Finch jury duty. When Finch tries to get out of it, the machine rigs the game against him, so he has to do jury duty, like Finch tries to hack into the jury duty, uh, the courthouse, database and, like, go, oh, I'm dismissed now. Oh, that sucks. Whatever. Uh, And then he tries to make himself sound insane. (laughs) And the one of the jurors that gets assigned in his place, like, just gets a phone call on a phone that, like, was off, so the machine just, like, hacks this dude's phone, and it's like, you're getting a call now with this obnoxious ringtone, and just gets ejected from the courtroom, so now Finch has to go in and actually be part of the jury duty, (laughs) actually be part of the jury, actually be a juror on this case, and then it's only after all of that that the machine rings the payphone, uh, and tells Reese, by the way, here's this number, and it's for this fellow juror, who's by the way played by Blair Brown, uh, Nina Sharp from Fringe. Uh, I believe that's like the second major Fringe alum that we've seen in this show. Because we got Kirk Veto, we got Charlie Francis a while back, and now we have uh Blair Brown. We have Nina Sharp, uh, which is nice. I. I like seeing fringe actors, I like seeing former fringe actors do things. I like seeing former fringe actors get work. I'm not sure why I enjoy it so much, I just do. Anyway, so, jury duty. Finch has jury duty and his numbers on jury duty. And so, he has to sit in on this case involving a CEO who allegedly got murdered by her husband. And so far, this looks like a cut-and-dry case. Everything looks pretty normal. Uh, successful CEO that was about to launch a game-changing uh, cell network technology 5K. Very... Uh, not-so-clever disguising of 5G. <laughs> Very not-so-clever. Uh, <laughs> Not-so-clever off-brand of 5G. It's like the RC Cola to Coke. Like, it says 5K 5G. Great, great job, writers. Great job, writers. Great, great job, writers. But yeah, 5K... And the husband was like jealous, fair, uh, 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 failed entrepreneurs. So he's like, "Oh, you're a successful woman. I hate." And then kill him or, or kill her rather. Uh, why do I? I'm so bad with pronouns. I hate myself. I'm I'm a bad person. Uh, anyway, so it's looking fairly cut and dry. But the entire time. We have this juror, our number, sort of skulking around. At one point, she pulls out a second phone, and Finch looks at her text, and it's like, I can't do this. You'll have to kill me. So, this woman is under threat by someone, and it becomes very clear that the reason she's under threat is because she's supposed to stack the jury against something. Against uh, a certain verdict. Uh, This guy wants to stack a jury. Whoever this guy is wants to stack a jury so it can go one specific way. And as we're making this realization, one of the jurors gets slipped some mayo, which... eh. hate mayo. Uh, But this woman's like actually allergic to eggs. Uh, This woman gets slipped mayo in her lunch and goes into uh, some allergy attack, some anaphylactic shock and all that, and is literally carried out of the courthouse and can no longer serve on this jury. So again, stacking the jury towards a specific verdict. Now, the The theory here is that it's a fixer that the husband hired to get him off. Uh, That the husband hired to make it so that he is found not guilty. Because the evidence is so overwhelmingly against him. That is the conventional wisdom. That is the theory we're going off of. And we are operating under that assumption. Alongside... Zoe Morgan! Zoe Morgan's back! Man, it's, it's been so long since we've seen this character. Honestly, oh my god, it, this is how much of a hiatus this character has had. The last time we saw this character, Carter was still alive. That's how, that is how long it has been since Zoe Morgan's been on the scene. Wow. Just wow. So, Zoe Morgan and Reese, uh, they're diving into all this, looking into everything. And meanwhile, they are training Finch to defend a guilty verdict. Because they're like, okay, this woman, she's gonna try and sway the jury to not guilty. So, you need to be there and defend the guilty verdict you need to be there and uphold a guilty verdict and I love this scene I love this scene so much where Reese and Zoe are just mercilessly attacking Finch over this I don't know maybe maybe he's not guilty maybe he's innocent I don't know like I uh I don't. I don't really think reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Uh oh, the freaking cell phone uh, location data can be hacked. I got a friend who can do that. That's not fair. <laughs> like they're just nudging Finch until he's eventually like, "Oh, are you kidding me? All this evidence is very, very obvious that this man killed her. Like just." So, they train him so much for guilty verdict, and then he goes in, and he's like, this guy is definitely guilty. This guy's definitely guilty. And our number's like, yeah, he is. All right, we all agree he's guilty. And Finch is just like, wait, wait, what? No, no, what? No. <laughs> and so, Finch now has to walk back his guilty stance, just like, I think I might have been too hasty. We owe it. Uh, this woman to just re-examine everything, and he's basically stalling. He's basically stalling while, uh, Reese and Zoe figure out who's stacking the- who's stacking towards the guilty verdict, rather than the not guilty verdict. They now have to do the hard thing and go like, okay, who on the other side of things would want to make this dude look guilty, rather than not guilty, And they're basically, like, going through, like, all the interactions this woman had, uh, all the dealings at her company, and everything that's going on to see, like, okay, who actually killed her? Who actually killed this woman? And why? And why are they stacking this jury? So we're going through, we're going through, we're going through. As, uh, as we're stalling and stalling and stalling and stalling, eventually we find out... ...that this woman... ...her 5K technology... ...apparently the cell towers... ...flat out microwave people... ...uh... ...and make people sick... ...like are actually resulting in like... ...health issues in humans who are near them... ...the first cell tower... ...the first 5K cell tower... ...uh... ...went up at their headquarters... ...and a bunch of employees were getting sick... And this woman found out about it and was like, no, I don't want this to go forward if it's going to make people sick and kill people. And I guess, like, one of the people she's working with was like, no, this is a major, major uh, billion dollar deal. We got to go through with it. And they killed her. And now they're using their resources to have this fixer stack a jury. Hence where our number comes in. It's at this moment that a video leaks of an argument they had like very, very very, 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 very very, very close to the incident, an argument that this woman and her husband had very, very, very very close to the incident. So they get sequestered. The jury gets sequestered so that they're not uh, they're not swayed by this video. They're not swayed by this video. And everything that happens in this hotel, is fantastic. It is brilliant. It is absolutely amazing. It's an incredible sequence. Uh, I love the Morse code that Reese does by pointing a sniper into Finch's room. <laughs> and like Finch is so scared. <laughs> and then sees the Morse code and is like, oh. Ow! Oh. <laughs> why? Why'd you do that? That no, why? Meanwhile, while they're communicating via this, exchanging information, this woman receives a little note. Make this end, or this guy dies, and that guy is Finch. And this woman, out of guilt, goes to her balcony and is about to jump off her balcony, is about to commit suicide... And Finch is able to get out there just in time and be like, hey, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I know what's happening. I know someone's threatening you. I know someone's trying to get you to fix this trial. Uh, We can help you. We can, uh, like, we can save lives. We can stop this. We can get justice for this woman. Like, just don't jump off the building. And so, he's able to talk her off the ledge, quite literally. And she tells him her story about how she got a jury summons and then got something in the mail with a bunch of newspaper clippings about the case and saying, hey, do what I say or people will die. And then, like, immediately after she got that, Someone shot a sniper into her neighbor's apartment and barely missed her daughter. And then they said the next shot won't miss. Like, ugh, it's rough. Meanwhile, Zoe Morgan's investigation leads her to uh, this one place that the Fixer rented. And there's only information on 11 of the jurors, which means our fixer is that 12th juror. That 12th juror comes in and is ready to kill both Finch and our number. Is ready to just, uh, is ready to kill Finch in order to sway our number. And we get this great moment where Finch is like about to get flat out murdered. Reese saves him. Uh, We get this great fight and we're able to capture this fixer. In fact, there's this great moment where our fixer is hanging off the balcony and Reese saves him. And the dude's like, why'd you save me? I want you to have your day in court. (laughs) And so the evidence comes out that the trial was fixed. And the prosecutors just drop all charges against this dude. He's free. And we are able to find who hired the Fixer, uh, the VP of this company. And we're able to prove that he's the one who actually killed this woman and arrest her for it. Uh, And arrest him for it, rather. And that's it. Everything's good. Everything is great. And everything is amazing. Uh, We got a few other things going on in this episode that I'm gonna just tick off very, very quickly, because they're minor subplots, uh, Finch and Reese are going through numbers that they missed during the whole Samaritan craziness, and in the midst of it are three missing persons, all of whom have connections to Elias, and, uh, we find out they have connections to Elias, and, Therefore, probably were kidnapped by Dominic and the Brotherhood. That is the working theory we have. That's as far as we get on that particular front in this episode. Uh, Reese attempts to shut out Fusco after the debacle that happened with Shaw, Finch, and Reese. Don't wanna, don't wanna bring in anyone else. And Fusco is like, "Hey, look, I get it." You're scared that something will happen to me. Well, guess what? I'm fine with it. I'm already in. Don't shut me out. And Fusco's just like, no, you guys are idiots. I'm still in this. I'm still involved. Also, probably the biggest of these three subplots. uh, So, Reese ends up his mandatory therapy sessions. And in his last session, he talks to his therapist and is like, I'd like to continue regular sessions, and she's like, oh, okay, and these are regular sessions, these are regular sessions that go very, very well, uh, that get a little bit closer to the roots of Reese's issues, uh, they talk a little bit vaguely about Shaw, uh, Reese brings up how, like, he has this habit of privacy, of shutting people out, and our therapist is like, hey, that's, uh, That's a bad thing to do. Maybe you should develop some new habits. uh, And they form like a deeper bond. Now, I underscore all of this because it is heavily implied by Zoe Morgan that Reese is in love with his therapist. So there's that. Uh, But yeah. Solid, solid episode overall. It's, ni- it's nice to talk about a one-off again. It really, really is. It's really nice to just talk about a standard number of the week and not just everything's Samaritan or everything's Dominic all the time. <laughs> it- it's nice to do more of a micro story. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, and FM slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just push-up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 15. Talk to you then.